the comic book pit. Okay. Because I saw, I, I actually just told Crystal about that tonight. I was reading your text, and I'm like, oh yeah. I was like, he said, and I couldn't remember if that was his car. The internet will what, tell me. Yeah. Heisenberg car. Yeah. <laughs> Pontiac Aztec. That's what he had. Oh, he had an Aztec. Okay. Is he? Is it Pontiac? No, it's a Ford Fiesta. Oh. Fiesta. Ford Fiesta. Not even close. Yeah. Nowhere close. Not even. But it would have been funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see. No, I mean, that one car, though, he he took out and beat in the street, which was awesome. That brand. I think that was that new uh, stock car. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. So you, uh, you, have you been, do you watch that Better Call Saul, then? Obviously you yeah, I've been watching Bad. it. I enjoy the uh, Better Call Saul. You know what? Um, I'm not completely sold yet. Oh, last from there. I know, I know, but I, here's what happened. Now, this is twice now, first and third episodes. I sat there for the first half hour going, what the hell is going on? You know? Okay. And, I'm with and you. then, and then it like the second half rolls out and I'm like, oh my God, this show is amazing. Yes. You know, I yeah. felt that way about the first episode. Um, yeah. But I figured it, it just needed some time to put the pieces on the board. Yeah. Well, once I added up everything at the end of the third episode, I was like, "Holy crap! This is this is so awesome." Yeah, it's really, and we can tie this in. Scott Edlin to Comic Book Pit number. Wow. What are we? One ninety-two. Number, yeah, number one ninety-two. One ninety-two, because these indie comic spotlights keep coming out of they're, nowhere. That's right. Left field we're, we're making a push. We're we're making a push towards 200. Yeah, here. Fast and Furious. Yeah, a different for, for the great re- renumbering. Yeah, <laughs> always convergence. The yeah. convergence is coming. Yeah, <laughs> um, we can tie it in because bad. I found a Better yeah, Call Saul comic book online. I saw that. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, and it uh is the quality is what to expect from. That type of comic book. From A Better Call Saul. I, I actually, I mean, I didn't read, read the book, but I went through every page and flipped through it. You know. I did, and it made me want to go back and revisit the episodes of Breaking Bad that it takes place like, in During. between. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, I, I like that too. I was surprised to find that. Yeah. That was pretty cool, and honestly, I think if I saw that out in the store, I'd pick it up. Well, then you. I don't know about all that, Scott. You're like, well, gee, I already read it. 
Yeah. I don't know if I'd spend money on For it. free. I invested yeah. time into it. I think that's... I think that's enough. So there you go. There's the first review of the night. There it is. We're... We're banging them out tonight. Didn't even see that coming. What's next? What's next? <laughs> yeah. What else you got? No, there is something we should talk about. I talked about it last week with Sean Atkins, but I almost had to explain yeah. it to him. Because yeah. the way the schedule is now, I will pull back the curtain for the folks. I don't know if they haven't figured it out already. Normally, we like wait a week and talk about books. Somewhere along our scheduling, I've gotten current. Whereas we record. Oh, yeah. And I the only thing I have to discuss is the books I just bought. The stuff that just came out yesterday. Yeah, like the hot off the racks. And I Yeah. And and for the spinner rack. To really just show how the sausage is made, it's Thursday at eight oh seven PM. Uh yeah. I bought my comics this week, comic this week, eight hours ago. I read oh. it. It was Silver Surfer. It was only okay. one book this week. The uh, versus Galactus. Yes. You read it? I didn't read it. I just saw no, the picture, and I was like, "Ooh." Yeah, yeah it's, uh, <laughs> and I, I would. I'm, I'm not here to review that, but uh, okay. I'm just telling. I'm setting it up. But like the first 40 minutes of the premiere episode of Better Call Saul, I'm just putting the pieces on the board before we get to oh, the good yeah. stuff. No, you know that's what I was saying though. Is I just thought the beginning was very odd. Like it was because it starts out with the black and white thing. You know when that is, right? Yeah, I do. You know that's post. Uh, it's post. I mean, and I got that. I figured, I started figuring that out, you know, as it took as it me went. a second. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. But it was really, it was like, how long is this going to be in black and white, you know? <laughs> and it was just the, the the cold open. Yeah, and then then they went to the to the past, and it had that weird tint to it, where he was just doing cases. And yeah. I'm like, what the? I'm like, when does this like when does this fly off the hook, you know? And then, oh my God, when when he set up the sting or you know yes, they try to that, frame. he's at the skate park with those two. I'm like, here it is. Yeah, I was like, okay, it's an origin story. I mean, he's not even Saul yet. Which I, don't, I know I that's know that. Crazy that was the first it. surprise is that his name's not Saul Goodman. Yeah, Saul Goodman. Yeah, which I'm guessing that you uh, came to the same conclusion. That's how it comes. That's what he had always said, actually, Vince Gilligan. Oh yeah. He said that's yeah. He wanted him to be like a a slick, you know, don't worry about it kind of guy. It's all good, and, man. Well, now what's funny is is now we're actually finding out that that's, you know, he's going to create his own name, you know, and it's much yeah. like Heisenberg, you know. Yeah, like I, he, I, I'm enjoying it. I I really do enjoy it. Um, it's making Monday nights worthwhile. We had to push the yeah. figured out podcast recording to a different night. Yeah. <laughs> to accommodate it. That's funny. And I was like, John, there's no way. He's like, I'm going to have to cut these at 40 minutes because I'm not missing that show. <laughs> I'm not waiting to watch it. Nice. Um, I really yeah, am. I am digging it, though. Yeah. And, yeah uh, people should be watching that. Um, um, I'm going to shake it. I was, I was, I was like, speaking of shake. AMC and yeah. comic Oh, no, books, you got, you got I a segue. Yeah, I do. I, was like, right, I watched the, uh, the premiere episodes of Comic Book Men. Okay. <sighs> Cracks are... I mean, I know that there's a large part of our audience that were like, cracks are now appearing in the, in the foundation. Cracks were always in the foundation. Well, you know, yeah. I was, uh, I'm a bit of a Kool-Aid drinker. Even then, I'm like, I think this has run its course. Really? Even you? Even I'm starting to be like, yeah. Oh my we're God. Good. We're good. It's like the alternate earths have all disappeared. Well, you, I'm know, a, you know, yes, I'm a fan. You're on Earth things. 2173 and. I'm a pragmatist at, at, <laughs> at the end of the day. 
Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I mean, I haven't watched them yet. I have them on the recorder, you know. Um, but you know, yeah, I'm the same way. I just yeah, watch them just the because. I do too. I throw them on and work yeah. other on, but I'm just like, eesh. Like, <laughs> I, I, this is no bueno. Um, <laughs> but yes, you had, I, I wanted to just mention that real quick because it's comic book related and we are yeah. on the topic of AMC. AMC. I don't think we'll, we won't go into Walking Dead yet if we go into it at all. No, let's talk. Let's talk about a different kind of undead, though. Okay. Um, the new issue of Return of the Living Deadpool. You read it? I did not. Uh, Tell me. I read about it. it. Learn. You know what? This is one of these impulse buys, and like, here's how out of touch I am with with like Deadpool. I did not even know this was a sequel. What's it a sequel to? It's a sequel to um, Night of the Living Deadpool. Yeah, something like that. Dawn of the Living Deadpool. Basically, um, about a year ago. They said, let's do a Deadpool story in the zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah, Night of the Living Deadpool. Yeah, there you go. And um, they found that uh, they could cure the zombie by giving them Deadpool's blood or something like that. But what happened is then the Deadpool, then they became Deadpool. So, oh, that's a, that's a fine little twist on a... Yeah. So now this is the sequel to that, and he's apparently he's completely unaware that that had happened, because the issue opens up with him just uh, with this girl on the run, and and uh, she runs into she sees him and goes, oh my god, there's one of those, I got to take him out now, <laughs> you know, because if pretty they funny. bite you, then you turn into one of them. So you become like de- the, the wise ass, yeah, type. So, or, or, yeah, basically they're out to kill you. Like they, but they use weapons and they're basic, they're basically Deadpool, but they're just like, we're going to kill you. Got and it. then they do that. You know, so, <laughs> so it was weird, but it's like, I was like, I don't know. I'm intrigued. You know, I, it was a impulse buy. I didn't, I didn't go out to the store to buy that and I ended up picking it up. And, um, I, I really like it. And like what they did with the color treatment. It's a black yeah. and white comic, so it kind of looks like The Walking Dead, oh. but but Deadpool's in a, in like this real dark red color, so he is the only color part, and his word balloons are yellow, um, so it you know he's like a contrast, but yes, the way they muted his red, he also fits, you know, like he also nice. fits into that world, so, um, but he you know he they basically he formed. The real Deadpool doesn't remember what's going on, forms an uneasy alliance with this girl who's surviving. And, um, you know, and then they run into a gang of Deadpools. <laughs> and that's pretty much as far as it went. <laughs> Sounds fun. Now, I, you talk about uh, impulse buys. Yeah. I have a, I almost did an impulse buy last week, and I'm sure it's a book that you did buy, so you can just okay. tell me. Uh, I almost impulse, impulse bought. That's a tough one to say. Uh, Darth Vader number one. Yeah. Was it good? I was hoping you should have bought it. I did. Well, here's the deal. Um, the Phantom I go to, you've been there. Yeah. Uh, Roy says hi. Oh, thank you. Um, and uh, so did the other guy. I didn't get his name, though. We'll talk guy. that off the air. Anyway, okay. Um, do you have glasses? I Is can't that, even remember. My, my, my normal dude usually works, doesn't work on weekends. Where's oh, okay. He yeah. only works He's weekends. like, oh, yeah, Jerry. He's, he's in here all the time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I'm there. They had the Scotty Young cover 
on the shelf. Oh. Like at normal price. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was like, hmm, because it was like a, a light week. I'm like, well, maybe add a little bit more. I'm like, oh, here's this Darth Vader. It's the Scotty Young cover. And I pick it up, and I'm looking through, and I'm like, ah, the artwork isn't really what grabbing me. And yeah. it's five bucks. That's another thing. And then the Scotty yeah. Young cover, I was like, this isn't the strongest. Scotty Young. No, I didn't think so either. So I, all those, I got, I was very discerning. Um, okay. I resisted the impulse. And instead, it became very stringent in my uh, consideration. Okay. And I was like, nope. But like, Duke will tell me about it. I'm going to tell you about it. Since we're flipping this, we flip this show upside down, we usually don't do reviews right away. But we're dump, we're doing this one. Oh, it's, it's yeah. a brand new comic book. Hey, we're, we're barreling towards 200. Things are, uh, <laughs> as we're going for, towards our convergence, the whole <laughs> formula is just th- thrown in Kimbo. Yeah, we're going to do 40, 49 episodes before the 200. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know what that means. All right. DC. Um, no, but, uh, dude, the Darth Vader number one, you know, they have a two page spread of Darth Vader standing there facing off in front of Jabba the Hutt. Yes. Look cool. I'm like, all right. I think I might yeah. get into this. That's what I'm, at that point, I'm like, I might buy this. Yeah. And and what I liked about it was that he's he's in that same position that Luke was in in Return of the Jedi, which makes it you know the um, now Star Wars has become you know infamous for having those mirror images you know like that okay. um, throughout you know Lucas did it with the prequels you know in horrible ways but he yeah. did do it and um, you know a lot of people have picked up on that in the cartoons and everything okay. um, so basically. This story is inter- the Darth Vader number one is intertwined with Star Wars number two, um, which I also grabbed just the reference. But basically, uh, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker have their first meeting. Um, you know, lightsabers on, and um, it's interesting because Darth is looking at this guy like you, you know, you're no, you know, who are you? You're nobody. Where did you, you know, who did you steal that lightsaber from? And uh, he's like, no. He's like, I was there and you killed Ben. And he's like, oh, well, you know, like, what kind of stupid things did he tell you? And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, you killed my master and I'm going to kill you. And Darth is like, I don't think so. And he basically just yanks the lightsaber out of his hand. And he goes, but when he looks at it, he realizes it's his own lightsaber. You know? Now, how does that jive with uh, the established film history? In, in episode four, you know, Ben gives Luke the lightsaber. I know that. I, I know. I, I know all that. I, I'm okay. trying to think of the first. So this takes between between New Hope and Empire and, and Empire, yeah. So they, so they're they're basically on a rebel heist kind of deal, you know, like they were they were out there to blow up a, you know, like a weapons manufacturing place. Stark Industries. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, Vader happened to show up to broker a deal with one of Jabba's uh, guys Jabba at the same Stark. time. What? Jabba Stark. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it was Zuckus. Marvel's <laughs> really taking this homogenization. Yeah, four nine. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, throw it kind of throws Vader, and he's just like, "Whoa, that's I know this lightsaber because I built it," you know, like, and uh. So then, like, Luke gets away because Han is piloting an AT-AT walker and basically just 
you know, crumbles the building they're in so Luke is able to escape. Vader, meanwhile, is just walking forward and throwing this lightsaber at people with the Force. Okay. And he never throws his, his red one. He's just walking around with it, and he's chucking the other one with the Force. I'm like, oh, my God. And then, uh, so they, you know, they're still on the run, but they get away from Vader. You know, story short. In, right. In Darth Vader number one, Vader is like, who was this guy that had my that has my lightsaber? Luke gets it back, by the way. I figured. All right. So and I'll be honest, Duke, no matter how many cliffhangers these books are going to throw out there, I have a hunch. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Just like with Better Call Saul, no matter how tense it gets, you know I have lives. a hunch how this is yeah. going to play out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know he lives. <laughs> yes. So, um, so anyway, Vader said, goes to Jabba just to hire a couple bounty hunters. I mean, at the end of, by, yeah. you know, all said and done, that's all he really wanted. And I was thumbing through the book and I did see a scene that I was like, oh my, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So he ends up hiring, um, Boba Fett and a Wookiee. Yes. Yeah. I enjoyed that, that scene, that, that panel with Boba and the Wookiee and yeah. the, the juxtaposition. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a great, great scene there, but, uh, but I, I liked never, it. Yeah, I never I seen like, Nemo oh. Wookiee before either. Yeah, you really don't. You I, know? Not, you, I never thought of it, but I, there, there would have to be, of course. There's always going to be bad seeds, you know? Yeah. Um, so this is also kind of like the first meeting of Vader and Boba Fett, which is kind of cool too, in a way. And, um. And everyone just acts really cool <laughs> in that yeah. movie. Like, oh! You yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, I, I dug it, and I liked how he also didn't tell the Emperor what he was up to. Because the Emperor has been scolding him like a child, and all I can ever think is, you know, because he's like, you blew up my Death Star, you know? Yeah. And uh, he's like, what the hell's an aluminum falcon? You know, like, that's all I can ever think is, yeah. is uh, you know, the robot chicken okay. Star Wars. I did not catch the reference. I assumed it. I, I thought maybe you were just clever. No, <laughs> no, sadly no. <laughs> just full of pop references. Yeah. Um, just good at retaining. Yeah, <laughs> but but that's all I could think is like because in in this incarnation, you know, Emperor's pissed at Vader. You know, basically treats him like a child at this point. Um, in the Dark Horse version that came out two years, you know, a year ago to two years ago. Same deal, Darth Vader treated like crap. And then, like, going backwards, <laughs> Robot Chicken does it, you know, and he basically yells at him on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it's like, okay, you know, but it's still entertaining. Like, at the end That's of the, good. at the end of the day, I'm still like, alright, Vader's not telling the Emperor everything. I'm like, That's cool. So, well, that's cool I really that enjoyed it. it. I, I can tell. And it's cool Obviously. that it has, um, like, drama and tension in it, even though, like, even though you know how this ends, you know where yeah. this is going. I mean, there's and that's the problem with. In uh, I didn't think we could just tie this in back into Better Call Saul the way we are, but huh? that's the the, th- the downside to series like these is hmm. we do know how they end, so there is an element of drama that's taken out of it because we know they're not going to die. We know you know because we know what comes next. We're just yeah, I'm sorry. Lead up to. I mean, part of it like. Especially like on TV, 
you, even if the, even if you didn't know how how Saul ends up, um, you still assume that he's not going to die because he's the star of the show. Yes, you know. So there is like, even though they take the that element called away, Darth Vader. Yeah, it's not real. It's not critical either. Like you, you never think that he's in mortal danger, but but it's more thrilling to figure out how he's going to get out of it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. And I think that's what. You know, like Luke, you know, it's like, obviously, Vader's not going to get him, but it's like, holy crap, an Adat Walker, driven by Han Solo, just stepped on the building. It sounds like they, they do have a lot of uh, fun moments for the Yeah, fans. I was like, all right, they're capturing that kind of, that fun from the movies. You know, that at least that I remember. Yes. So, right on. Uh, well, this was actually one giant roundabout, because I actually was starting to bring up all of this has been one giant roundabout to uh, Amazing Spider-Man number four. There it is. 14. Yes, yes. Uh, if, if someone was just hanging on, like, wait a minute, he's talking about how he just read read like the book that came out earlier, and here we are, twenty minutes later, <laughs> where I was going with it, and like four or five reviews plugged in. Watch what he does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Watch me remember what I was saying. Um, Jared, just just everybody out there, just remember Jared Catherine. And Vince Gilligan. I mean, <laughs> boom. You know, side by side. Yeah. Do you want to see how the knot can just be unraveled and tied back together? We're <laughs> magicians of uh, intricate storytelling. Um, you read it. I'm, I'm assuming. I read it. I, you, yes, otherwise, Spider-verse. Boy, this would have just fallen flat if you're like, nope, still on the file. Uh, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah, I talked about it last week with Sean, but I more or less just told it to Sean. He's like, oh, Sean that's Atkins. cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, who you can hear on the Figure It Out podcast. On Figure Recording it out. soon. Yeah, but, hey, give or take 35 <laughs> minutes. Um, so, but huh. you, I mean, like I, said, I wanted to, that's what I had last week is when I had to talk about something. Um, so I told him about it, so it was fresh in my mind. I'll tell you what I told him, because I'm sure you didn't listen. I did not. It felt kind of neatly wrapped up. Yeah. I didn't really feel any tension. Nope. And it kind of was like, bad guy plot. Yep. Good guy saved the day. Fight. Yeah. A bunch of Spider-Mans that I can't tell apart. And resolution that's sort of like setting up the epilogues for the 12 tie-ins. And then we get right. like the denouement to use it. Fancy words tonight in a comic book, but... <laughs> I think that's what we'll call this one, Fancy Words. Fancy Words. Because Dan told us we have to make a book of titles now. Title. Yeah, we have to come up with titles now. We're working on it. Fancy Words, write it down. That's the first vote. <laughs> um, and, and so I'm like, eh, like, this series was fun. I enjoyed that Spider-Ham was like a crucial player in it. Yeah, he got naked. Yeah, well, <laughs> I see where your mind goes, Scott Headley. Yeah. I was afraid, I was, like, I was afraid he was going to kill Spider-Ham. And you're just mixing your, yeah, mixing your metaphors there. Yeah. Um, no. I was afraid he would kill Spider-Ham. But I, was I, too. I enjoyed that he did not and that yeah. he paid reverence to Peter Porker and made him a crucial player in this series. Peter Porker, I, I'm seriously, like, I laughed every time he said something. I also think it's probably time to, for a mini, if not an ongoing. Yeah. If still yeah, it's a series... Peter Porker deserves a series. Yeah. I'm just saying. But, um, yeah, I can say it was rather 
anticlimactic, I guess. Big time. And and all I could think is, uh, you know, I like Dan Slott's writing, but yes. didn't he just do the same thing with, uh, you know, with Doc Ock's story? Like, wrapped it up in one page. Yeah. Yeah. I was he like, did. really, Dan Slott? What we are you doing, same man? Thing then too, You're killing it? me. And Doc Ock was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, you know what, you're right. I shouldn't be Spider-Man. You know. And then put himself into that robot. Yeah. Or, yeah. To be determined. And, and that's actually what, um, that's what I missed about this the most. Because this was like the abrupt endings of all. Because they were like, hey, I got an idea. Let's let's throw him into that, you know, nuclear wasteland. Yeah. And I was like, what? All right. Like, okay. I have to back up. Wait. You have to back up? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, first of all, the inheritors. Like, up until this issue, they were absolutely unbeatable. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they, a couple, you know, punches and webbing, and they were able to just, you know, walk them into uh, the wasteland. Yes. Dimension. And I'm like, what? You know, like, <laughs> these guys were w- way faster than any spider. Right. And yet, Inexplicably. Yeah. There was not like there was a turning moment. Yeah, they can't clone anymore, but it's not like that right. edge from them. Yeah, they were mortal at that point. But they had uh, what's his nuts in the gem. Okay, there's a yeah, that was a bit dad. of a gambling. Yeah. There was a bit of you know, I won't say gambling chip, what have you, that leverage over them, kind of, yeah. sorta. Yeah, I don't know, but I was like, really, that's it? You know, like they, you know, yeah, they and- pretty went, they went pretty easily at that point. And then it just wrapped up neatly, and then we'll have the proper epilogue next month. I hope so. Well, here's, well, here's a, the answer. a epilogue. I should say. Proper is to be determined. One one answer we're not going to get. We're not going to find out who was at who was the master weaver, or whatever. Yeah, we're um, not going to find out because he's gone. Yep. And are we ever going to find out the the dude wearing the helmet? Which. I would not have known that dude wearing the helmet if not for these discussions with you. Right, because they didn't have him in this story. Nope. Like, in in the Amazing Spider-Man issues. So I'm like, oh, there's he's, a guy. He's in spin-outs. Yep, there's a guy Scott was telling me about. Yep. And then I'm thinking, oh, is he going to pop off his mask and he's like the Peter Parker of Earth? I wanted him. Yeah, yeah. I would have been happy with that. And no, nothing. Just like, hey, like, hey, family, I'm back. And they're like, and oh, then of course, you come to help us. Like, he's like, screw you. Then of course the biggest the biggest thing of all in my mind is what about Doc Ock? You know, like well we that's the, we do have I the hope epilogue. it's the epilogue. But I mean, and why didn't he remember this during the final? exactly? That's what I mean is there has to if they tie it back to the current continuity and he goes, you know, like Doc Ock makes his own escape from now. You know what I mean because of this incident. So he's like, oh, man, I know that Peter Parker's from the future. I better build in something that gets me to live. You I.e. Know what I mean? helper, the helper robot. Yeah, yeah. We so already kind of figured. It sort of did that. But, but, I mean, I'd like to make it relevant, you know. Have they confirmed that's where he's at? I don't think they have. They haven't said what happened. I don't even Do- as far as they're concerned, yeah. Doc Ock's a- 
a goner. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's what I mean is it'd be nice if they actually showed him go, all right, well, I know something goes wrong, so I'm putting in this fail-safe in the event that something goes wrong, you know, so that he can live. Like, that would be cool, because then it'd be like, okay, it makes it relevant that he was part of the Spider-Verse. You know, but... Well, I don't think it takes his... Even though we also know how his story ends, it seems to be theme of the night. Yeah. Um, it Ooh. didn't take away. Yeah, I know. Is there a title in there? Story ends? No, I don't know. No. Story? No. I don't know. I'll think of something. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... So I'm kind of like, oh, this is just—it was just a series of events, and nothing really amazing about it. Yeah. That pun. Yeah. There you go. I'll allow it though. But you know, it's slot. This, you're right. He does kind of falter here, but it, it does like very good character-driven stuff. I've always he enjoyed does. That. He has. He has. He's like a like riding a roller coaster. And you're like, woo, and then like when you get to that very last part and you can see the the, the tunnel, you know, you're like, oh, the ride's over. Yeah. Like, that's how he ends his stories. He's like, no, nope, it's over. Done. And exit the cart to your left. Yeah. <laughs> Title? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what was the other one I just said like five minutes ago? Oh, God. Big words, I think. Yeah, something like Fancy uh, words. Fancy words. All right. Yeah. I just wish Dan would listen to it and think of one on his own. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, so now we have, so now we're left with all these spin-offs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, good one. I didn't even yeah. Think yeah. Everybody's. But I, um, so we know that Spider-Man 29, 2099 is going back to the future, I guess. Yes. Um, which I, is a series, evidently. But not for me because I'll, I'm bailing out after that. Okay, I've decided, <laughs> and um, I, I'm, I'm, you know, like I, I, because it's it's sort of a um, ebb and flow. I got to keep the balance of how many Spider books I'm buying. So because I picked up, oh, and I'm also dropping Spider Woman. Um, the first four issues tie into the Spider Verse. Um, issue four kind of does a handoff to what the story, you know, to what the series is going to continue as. Okay. Um, which is basically a girl in the city trying to get by. You know? So, Mary Tyler Moore with webs. Yeah, yeah, okay. fighting some crimes, getting a new costume. And I was like, I, I, I'm good, I don't need that. Um, because I'm also picking up Silk. Oh my god. Are you? I picked up the first issue. The only so. thing I intend to be picking up, and I probably should say something to my store, is uh, Spider-Gwen. When does that come out? Next week? I think it's next week, yeah. I really need to start telling my store this stuff, because I don't go in right away, and stuff is not available anymore. And I yeah. tried to go to the uh, other... I happened to be with the Goon book. I didn't tell my store, because my store will pull stuff for me, but when... Like, the Goon is a series of mini-series, so um, therefore, each one is considered a different title on the POS, oh, and therefore is not automatically pulled. They don't pick up the goon. They pick up whatever one you request. Right. It's, it's however the system tracks them. Yeah. And uh, I they sold out. I didn't get it. I tried to go to the Phantom in Oakland, but you know what parking can be like over there. That's rough. And that was a waste of trip. <laughs> so if anybody from Phantom Oakland is listening, um, I know there's nothing you can do about it. 
(laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Just Uh, knock down that building next to you and put it. So you're looking for the new issue of the goon? Yes. What is what number? Do you know what number? Well, that's the problem. I'll keep my eyes peeled. Well, I have to hit up. Luckily, we live in a city with two dozen comic book stores, so I should be able to find it. Okay. Um, I'm not even sure what it's called. It's the new. It's the first issue of the new miniseries. I, the Hard Way or something, something like oh, that. Oh yeah, very no warish. <laughs> the goon. A hard thing. Once upon hard. a hard time. Is that it? Uh, once upon th- a hard time. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because. Yeah, issue one just came out on February fourth. Yes, that'd be the one. Yep. Um. Very cool. I I did not even see this on the shelf. I maybe they just was under ordered. It's possible. I might need to get like a second printing. Because I would have saw this cover. I mean, the way he did the lettering on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Snazzy, as the kids yeah, would say. That's the word. But, yeah, I missed it. So I did not pick it huh. up yet, and uh, that's because I didn't go in on Wednesday. I went on Thursday. That one day will get you. Yeah, go figure. Um. Yeah. It does look pretty though. <laughs> damn. It sure does. Hot damn. Um, I'm not going to review. Well, I could review Silk. Why not? Right? We're tell me about it. Yeah, out. tell me about it. All right. So I love the cover. Johnson. You know, Johnson did the cover. Dave Johnson. Yeah. That guy. Be careful yeah. what you mean by that. Yeah. And um, the cover looks amazing. Like I just am like I'm buying this book. Um, the art inside uh, Stacy Lee. Um, is good, but it's, um, like, manga light. Okay. (laughs) Which is not really my forte, you know, it's not my preference. Um, you can tell that they're, the book is written, you know, to maybe target more of a female audience. Um, just just because it's kind of got that, uh, I don't know, there's probably nothing right I can see here, but it's kind of whimsical. And um, <laughs> it's dainty and has flowers. Yeah, no, it's it's enjoyable though. I mean, you know, she, you know, she's punching a bad guy in the face like in the first page. So, I mean, that's awesome. Um, and she doesn't realize her own strength, which is kind of cool too. Um, but it's basically her, it's her um, getting used to being out, you know, because she's been locked away for ten years in that vault or whatever. Um, now she's, I don't know, well, I don't know how many years, but whatever. It seemed like a decade, yeah. I, Is that what they said? I couldn't remember. I, it seemed to be the intimation. Okay, so she's what, like a early 20s or something? Well, she's, and, I think, however old Pete is. Yeah, which I'm not even sure of, you know, but... Uh, 27? Is that what it is? or did Close to 30. Here's the ad, um... They back They did him. Brand New Day... They're like, Pete's 27, and that stuck out to me because I was 27 at the time. Ah. I'm like, holy shit, Spider-Man's as old as me. Okay. I'm Spider-Man. Okay. And so uh, then I, Spider-Man and I don't age at the same rate. So he's right. probably like <laughs> late 20s, 30. <laughs> so. Um, I, you know, I mean, flipping through this though, I did like, I did like the art. I think it's, um, it's very energetic. Um, light on I don't want to say details because there is a lot of details but it's just like 
you know, they're, that's relying on, um, you know, the manga shortcuts, you know, like the speed lines and, you know, here and there. But not er- not every panel, you know. There's some good, you know, well-drawn panels in, throughout this book. So um, underwhelmed is how you um, describe it. No, it was it was a it was a good read. It was fun, but okay. I don't I wasn't wowed. You know, I wasn't Star Wars Darth Vader wowed. Right. You know? Well, that's an unfair. But I mean, that's me because that's what I that's my yes. wheelhouse. But um. I gotta be honest. I've as much as I've read of this character, I never realized she was supposed to be Asian. So I, I, <laughs> I love Umberto Ramos, but I never picked that up from his interpretation. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. 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 More or less. I, I always kind of thought she had like a you know that Asian American look to her. And I'll be honest, I, the, the name Cindy Moon didn't scream. No. Asian to me. I'd never picked up on that. No, but they, you know, this story takes its time. Like they lay out um, what her goal is. Um, she's she lost her family. Like she, um, before she got bit by the spider and got locked away, um, she had a family. And when she came back out from hiding, she doesn't know where they are. So she's she's trying to find her family that's now yep. seemingly gone. That was the plot of that issue of Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, she appeared in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They, um, yeah, they basically radical writing. Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um she still works yeah. for uh Fox News or whatever they call it. Or does she not do that anymore? She worked at the Fact Channel. Oh yeah. Is that is that a th- uh, no, it looks like she's working for J. Jonah Jameson, as a matter of fact. Oh. I- and she says she's gonna cover, you know, the silk news. So she's basically oh, doing right. the Peter Parker thing yeah. and reporting on herself. Okay. You know. But she says she's doing it so that she can track her family. You know, not for a job. Mm. Um, a means to an end. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to continue to read it for a couple issues. See if it goes anywhere. So. Gotcha. Um, I'm interested in Spider-Gwen. That's the only, like, tie-in spin-off that I'm intrigued by. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I enjoyed that. Issue she appeared in whatever that was a couple months ago. Oh yeah, she enjoyed the artwork, the writing, all that. So I, I would, I'll get on with that. Yeah, the um, one that's not available anywhere anymore. No, no, yeah, you had to get on that. <laughs> I pulled some strings. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then I'll just wait patiently for a spider ham. <laughs> the superior spider ham. There you go. It's got to happen. You would think. You would think. <laughs> It has happened before. I mean, you know, oh, I know. you can always go to the back issue bins. I was I was alive in the eighties. I remember. <laughs> You're like I was there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we shall see. I haven't heard anything. Maybe that's the big post uh, convergence uh, oh. wave. Marvel again. I don't know what they're going to call it. <laughs> More nower. Yeah, I, I was going to say, does Spider-Ham fall into the range of Secret Wars to now, you know? Yeah, we'll see. You know, if, when, in a year or two or three, when Marvel rips off DC's plan to just get, like, offbeat creators to do, like, more offbeat books, as is happening post-convergence. Um, yeah. I'm forgetting whose events who. We keep saying the words. <laughs> then perhaps it will be Spider-Ham. Just like with 
this summer we're getting Prez and Bizarro and Batmite. Summer <laughs> 2017 we'll get Spider-Ham and Irving Forbush. Oh, yeah, there you go. Forbush Man. Forbush Man, yep. Yeah. Um, mm, and Wanda. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what? I had I had uh, I think I had something to say. Damn it! Now I'm trying to sorry track my thought Um, about the uh, Secret Wars. What did I? What was it? I don't know. I can't remember. (laughs) But did I talk about the Beyonders before? Beyonders? I did. I think so. Never mind. Okay. All right. All right. Now we're just getting repetitive. Yeah, if I think of it, I'll bring it back okay. up. But hey, let's talk about TV. Yeah, hey, <laughs> let's talk about media the shows. Squawk Box. You know what? You, you know we always sing praises of Flash. Last week, Sean Atkins and I had a love fest over Flash. Yeah, we could have another one. Are you, you're a Flash watcher, right? I I have watched uh, an episode or two. Yes. Are you Are you being coy? <laughs> I am being coy. No, I've watched them all except for this week's. So. All right, then we can't talk about it. So Damn. we'll talk about. Let's talk about Walking Dead. We never Rod. talk about Walking Dead. I watch Walking Dead. You don't know enough for me to continue down this conversation, Sean. Uh, oh, my. Look at me. What Scott are you doing? Edmund. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're being a silly goose like Sean Atkins, and now I'm just calling you Sean Atkins. You're like, I'll call you by whatever name. It's like I'm freaking married to you guys. Um, <laughs> no, Scott Hedlund. I, you, All right, what are we you talking You say that, but I can't go any further because there's more, and you haven't seen it yet. Um, so... Here's the deal. I watch Walking Dead now. I'm on a podcast that talks about Walking Dead quite frequently up until the point where I started watching it, and then you guys never talk about it because we're never here. We never have a quorum That's right. to discuss. And when we do, it gets glossed over. <laughs> so by golly, so, Scott, I so watch Walking Dead. Yeah, let's talk some Walking Dead. All right. It's go time. I... Uh, <laughs> Okay, so we watched last week's episode where they find that barn, and they're out, they're in Virginia now. Yeah. Help me out with this. I don't read the books. Do they move to, like, Virginia or whatever? Do they go out of state in the comics? Yes. They, ah, dude, this is, that that new episode I thought was just excellent. Like, um. I enjoy them all. I mean, I I, I see the, I, I could get nitpicky. Where I get the, the dialogue is just kind of talk about your feelings, character development. Oh, I don't. I mean, yeah, yeah, I never get upset about that yeah, stuff. I'm like, like, I'm like, all right, whatever. It's a TV show. Like right. the internet at large your, likes yeah. to do. Dude, that, that's low hanging fruit. I don't need to. Pick yeah, it. that's too easy. Yeah, you know? exactly. We don't need to talk about that. I mean, it's, if you want, it, you know, that's it, just it's a necessary evil. You know, it's not Shakespeare in the Park. You know, it's, it's, right. it's got to be some flaws. No, but I, dude. The symbolism in this show, in that, in this, in this new episode called Them. Uh, you know, alright, we're spoiled, but, uh, yeah, you know, I think but, we, it's known fact. Well, oh, and, and they actually touch, you know, like, there's, they touch on the, um, timeline in the book. Like, they had originally explained that, you know, the, the comic book has its t- timeline. Okay. And the TV show has its timeline, but every once in a while, they cross paths. And when Rick tells the story of them as, you know, talking about themselves as the Walking Dead. Yes, and, the, the titular scene. Yeah, he, that's in the book. Okay. 
Um, but you don't have Daryl's response to that in the book. You know, when he's, when he stands up, he's like, we're not them. And it's like, this is awesome. And I liked it. It was like, man, because Daryl's like, he's, he's got all these feels, you know, he cried. He cried. He cried. I thought of you when he was crying. When, you know, like they say, when, when Daryl cries, we all cry. Well, when Daryl cries, the skies open up and tornadoes hit. So, I mean, <laughs> and, and if anybody that, doesn't yeah. believe, this is his world, man. <laughs> you know, like, when you watch a show, it's like, it's it's Daryl's world. So Daryl Dixon's an elemental, is what you're telling yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you don't know that yet. Yeah. <laughs> so blow people's minds. Right. You start harnessing the lightning. Right. Um, but the symbolism in the, ish, in the in that episode was really great because they basically they showed how desperate they were, how they were, you know, they were um, starving, dehydrated, yeah. yeah, being just followed to to their end. Um, and it's a very it, clever way that they dispatched that zombie horde that was that was on so jail. so cool. And yeah, and then there was like uh, Sasha, is that her name? Sasha, you know defying the the edict of the pack and yeah energy is... and then which made and then almost got rick bit yeah if not for one timely daryl dixon intervention Pulling. yeah, yeah but um again so very uh, uh reinforcing of the character development that's going on and yeah getting into their heads and, and then i like that they basically you know like then later in the episode where the the wild pack of dogs showed up yeah, which is crazy, which is kind of, there you go, uh, the parallels. Yeah. The symbolism, if you will. There was, and then even, and then it was Sasha who took them all out. Yes. And it was, so like, she was scolded before for, for acting out, but then on that one, they were all like glad she did it. Yeah. You so know? you gotta pick and choose your acting out. Yeah. It's not, know. you know, it's not a black and white world, uh, it's shades of gray. And yeah. you have to, it's about nuance, Sasha. Yeah. And then um, then there was the, you know, they're staying in the barn um, and holding the door. Yeah. And the symbolism there. Oh, and- I, Duke, I was totally waiting for baby burrito to happen. <laughs> I was totally waiting when he put the ba- when Carl put the baby down to go help. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're a team. Team put yeah. I was totally waiting because I'm still new to this. So I don't know when exactly the show makes it, decides to take a dark turn. <laughs> I'm assuming dark turns are around every corner. There's no Judith in the comic. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. And I'm aware. So, uh, so I was totally waiting for them to turn around and just there's a zombie just chomping down on it. Yeah. Like a burrito. But no, I didn't do that. You know, it's, again, nuance. Right. You know, and that's to pick and choose those moments. Yeah, sometimes you got to look at the the greater story that they're trying to, because yeah. they're telling. That was a team building moment. That was them choosing to live. Yes. I was like, this is it was awesome. a bonding moment. Yeah, they're they're a family, if you will, and the, yeah, and they were like, they all we're pitched gonna, in, and as dead as as dead as they were on their feet, they were like, we we will not be taken down. Yeah, and they they held that door. And it was cool to see what a uh, what would that be? Tor- not a tornado, I guess, or yeah, it was a bad a tor- storm tornado. would do yeah. to uh, walkers. That and, was and, awesome. Yeah. Um, no, and I mean, for anybody that's not in tornado lands, I mean, that, that happens, you know, a tornado will go by your house and leave the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's how they work, so. Does it happen in western Pennsylvania? It must. Yeah. I'm, I'm from north central Pennsylvania, and it doesn't happen, like, every week, but. No. It does but, occasionally happen. 
Right, but it'll leave one structure and take another. Yep. Yep. So, um, you know, just for anybody that's not from a tornado area. <laughs> but, You're like, wait a minute. That's not plausible. Totes <laughs> yeah. plausible. Totes plausible. And, and then there was that, there was the symbolism there too, you know, like the date, that was their darkest night before dawn. Like they, that's what you know, we were saying in our uh, texting, texting during the episode. Cause I was like, who's this dude? Aaron, who's, yeah. you know, like biblical name, you know. Right. And, and then he was basically like, you know, hey, I'm here right at the dawn. I'm you know. a friend. Yeah. Who had left the and, same person, obviously. Then we find out who had left the water, which we're kind of all over the place, but. Yeah. They were, uh, you know, dehy- if you, if you didn't watch, if you just base waiting for us to like help you watch the show or like, oh, let those guys watch it for me and just tell it to me. <laughs> They're dehydrated. Someone leaves but water I mean, for them in the street and they don't drink because they don't trust it. The sim, the symbolism for the, in the episode of them, you know, in their darkest day and then they're now the dawn, you know, they watch the sun come up, um, is a symbol towards where the direction of the show is going. Um, that they are now looking at, um, this gets into that storyline in the book, which I think was called like a bigger world. Okay. Um, and that's what it is, is like they start to see a bigger picture. At this point. So, I, you know, like, I don't really want to spoil that, that, you know, because it's... Larger world? Show. Yeah. What's that? Larger world. Larger world, yeah. Volume 16 so, of the trades. I think that's where they actually, um, in okay. the larger world, they arrive um, in the D.C. area and see that there are other survivors. So, help me out. There is one, years ago, I read a random issue... Of this, mm-hmm. and they were like in a neighborhood, like they were in a town. Yeah. And is this like part of that? And yep. I think that's when. Um, Sounds like the place when Rick lost his hand or something like that. Rick lost actually. Rick lost his hand to the governor. Okay, so maybe I'm a little off. Maybe yeah. he didn't have his hand in this. Did he? Yeah. Was he handless? He he's been handless, yeah, since like issue thirty something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, um, like I said, because I read that it was one issue out of context. I'm like, I don't know what the hell I just read. Um, and obviously it didn't, you know, put, get its claws into me. Yeah. But I do kind of remember them reading one where they were in like a neighborhood, and I think they were like, what walking like a high wire over zombies or some crap like that. <laughs> I'll be honest, my memory's hazy on this, because I'm like, oh, I read that when I worked at the newspaper. Well, I worked at the newspaper before the comic book came out, so clearly my memory is really screwed up with how this is, it got filed poorly in in, in the archives, um, because I don't know when I read it, but I do recall reading it, Right. something, and it sounds like it's from this uh, storyline that the show is about to kick into. Is that, a, um, is that a confirmation laugh? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's 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 new. You know what I mean? Like this is going to be a new thing for them, um, for the group. Uh, yeah. I, I I just don't want to. Now, I don't by new, who is it Aaron. more like it's new people that they'll trust and then turn against and then fight? <laughs> well, not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but there is kind of a. Uh, 
in my picture. It's, it's not as, you know, if like I want, it's not I've as... watched less than one full season, am I kind of picking up how this thing works? Yeah, but it's not as bad as, like, well, at first, you know, but it's not as bad as yeah. Governor, you know, like, he, the Governor was just evil incarnate, you know, like, they're, this is going to be a new dynamic for them because they're going to come into a, a situation where they're not in control. Um, and they, they are like, well, hey, you know, you guys got your acts together, so we're going to go with the flow. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, so I probably get, that's kind of what, uh, Michonne has been arguing for. In yeah. That's, that was a, that, her saying that was a nice lead up to uh, what they were looking okay. for. So it sets the tone. It was. That, that's exactly why they had her say that. Because, you know, Rick was pointing out, look how this place isn't defendable. You know, and, and all that. And they were like, this isn't ideal for us. And they knew they had to keep going. And, you know, so I was like, they're, they're doing it right. You know, cool. Yeah. So you're looking forward to it. Do you think that'll be the remainder of this season or do you think it's going to be like how this one ends and then? Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know where they'll end it. Um, outer space. Yeah. Actually, issue seventy-five um, is as outer space. So, wait, what? <laughs> I think it's issue seventy-five of The Walking Dead. Takes place in outer space. Um, the backup story is basically everybody's theories thrown against the wall. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a it's like a send up to all the wild theories, um, and. It's, yeah, it's like, you know, it's in full color, aliens attack, you know, it's crazy. Fascinating. But, uh, yeah, so if you pick up that, I think, I believe it is issue 75 that has the, uh, I could be wrong about that, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's madness. <laughs> cool. Well, sir, this has been a jam-packed episode of Comic Book Pit. Yeah, I know we were on a we were on a tight schedule. A little bit, but you know what? We we did it right. Yeah, I think so. We hit the ground running and we never looked back. That's right. I don't That's think we, we forgot roll. anything. We forgot our names. That was a... no, I, maybe my name, but I. I well, yeah, like, that's true. We didn't do our introductions. Yes, right. Yeah, but I kind of built it in. Yeah, made it organic. We did uh, mention what number it was. I did. One ninety-two. Yeah, we did, I did that. that. I did that. I said your name. A few the Duke. Times. Yeah. Yeah. Scott all Hedlund variations of it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, um, I'm Jared. I threw your name out there one time. I think you did. Yeah. So we're building it up there. Yeah. Um, there's, I, I saved some stuff too. Um, you wrote I, things down? I, well, no, 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 no. I mean, I saved some stuff to talk about for next time. Oh, okay. Jam all right. I have, a, I have a review that I will bank until next episode. Oh. Involving a certain book by a certain friend of the show. That had a certain conclusion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I ran out of ways to say certain. Um, but I just Certainly. did. Yes. Yeah. So we'll come back next time. I'll keep my thoughts on that. <laughs> and, uh, and we Excellent. didn't talk about Agent Carter, but we can talk about it next time because it'll be over. And then we can just sort of. Yeah, we didn't get into those like we thought we would. Yeah, I threw them out there, but you know, I knew there was a lot. I knew you had a, probably a lot to bring to the table. I was, I, I'm still one back on Agent Carter, and actually, I think it 
ends next week. It does. Or two weeks. Is there a skip again? Or wait. Wait, what issue, or what issue? What episode came out this week? Seven. Seven? Next, yeah, uh, next, next episode's week. the last episode. That's I'm pretty it. sure it's next week. Yeah. Yeah, and then, so uh. So we'll, we'll wrap it up. And then you can watch Flash, and we have plenty of time to discuss about that. This isn't a spoiler, but it doesn't come back till like March 17th or something like that. Oh, alright. It's got, got a three week okay. hiatus. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you thought that Grodd thing that they put out before little, was hit? Yeah. Oh, you, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying Very anything good. more. Alright. I'm just saying, though. <laughs> Go watch it. Continues to be good. Alright, so this has been 192? 192, right? 192. Comic book pick number 192? I am Jared. I'm the dude. Yeah. Oop.